0: to get your free download today, or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. Hey, Braveheart Sister. Okay, today's podcast is going to rock your socks. You've got to know this stuff. You've got to apply it because you know what? You're not getting older. You're getting better. Come on, let's do this. Hey, this is Don Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and this is my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So hit subscribe if you haven't done so. That way you'll never miss another episode. You ready? Let's get brave. Great to be with all of you again today. Yeah, we're going to go there today. We have to every now and then. I have to just give you a push in the tush because I'm here to help you. And I want that for me as well. So... You know, I don't know how you guys feel about HGTV. Do you ever watch that? Well, I do. I like it. So when I get a chance to watch TV, that's one of the things that I like. Those home repair shows, you know, Fixer Upper, Love It or List It, Flip Flop. And whenever I watch those, I mean, look out because I start moving furniture and tearing up closets and nothing is right. Well, yeah, but not like my sister, Denise. I have a sister named Denise. Shout out to you, sissy. She she is no joke. She will tear walls down. She will rip up floors. I mean, you go to her house and there's a window where something used to be a wall. So I'm not quite that wild, but... I like investing in my home. I like keeping it nice, right? Because, hey, who knows when you do indeed want to list it. Well, I think about that. I think about our bodies, the only home that you have to live in called your body. So, yeah, we're going to go there today because, listen, you can't just sell it. You can't upgrade it for a new one. You can't flip your flop. You've got one body, but what you do get to do, however, what I can do, however, we do, we get to renovate or repair. We get to keep it nice. We get to rearrange. We can redecorate. We can make some changes that will make sure that our foundation stays strong and, and make some improvements. We can sit down with a blueprint And we can create a health plan that says, this is what I want it to look like. What do I have to do? Where do I get started? Now, if you listen to me often enough, you know that I'm a firm believer in a growth and development plan for your life. I can't expect to accidentally arrive at my desired destination, right? We have to coordinate it. We have to plan it. We have to design it. You don't see them at the uh, fixer upper or Chip and Joanna. You don't see them just throwing walls down. You see them with their, their architect and the blueprint and they're designing and they're creating and they create a plan. That's what I do, by the way, in my coaching. I sit with my clients and I architect with them. We build the life that they long for, that they want. So it makes sense that I believe in taking care of our bodies as part of that growth plan, that development plan, that health plan. What a shame it would be to reach your desired end to, uh, by that I mean goals and accomplishments, to get to where you've longed for and then I have a body that can keep up with it that you, that you're broken down and that you're hurting and that you're in pain. So that would really be sad. So today I want to offer you some thoughts on what we can do about that. Because let's be honest ladies, as we age, it becomes all the more important for us to nurture and take care of our bodies. Everything left in a closed system deteriorates and that includes our minds and our bodies if we don't decide to look at it and pay attention, it's gonna Decline. That includes our immune system, our joints, you know, our cardiovascular and digestive systems, weight control with all mobility and flexibility. And so, yeah, you can say I'm very passionate about this. I'm not in the health industry, I am in the coaching space, but my clients are postmenopausal women or women in menopause. And I can tell you, that nine times out of 10, women are unhappy with their bodies, they're unhappy with their weight, their confidence is starting to wane, and they're unhappy with metabolism and their skin. Everything changes. It's true. That's, it, it's just a fact. And so it is different than when we were younger. And it's caught us off guard. Our activity activity levels are different. Our hormone balances are out of whack. But what isn't different? Everything is different. Everything in life is constantly changing. And so like everything else, you're you're changing your relationships with adult children. You're maybe in, you're a grandma maybe, or you're changing with aging parents. Everything about our life is changing and we have to figure that out. So we've got to figure out our bodies. It's just part of it. We have to optimize our health. If you're going to be a player in the second, third chapter of your life, which is where we are now, You've got to optimize your health. So I want to share with you today five things that you should be doing for your body every day. Now, uh, footnote here, if you think this is just about overweight people getting in shape, then please keep listening because it is not that. I will tell you that I know some very thin people, but I will say skinny fat isn't prettier than fat fat. And I would also say to you that frail bones and you know, brittle bone syndrome, that's not any good either. A a lack of muscle tone, that's not good. I'm talking about health. I'm talking about overall well-being and things that science absolutely tells us our bodies need. Now, I will say, yes, it is difficult to be overweight for many reasons primarily for you. But there's no shame here. There's no condemnation here today. But let me give you a few things that we can all start doing. And these are things actually, these are habits of mine that I've learned and I have to be intentional, y'all. I have to make sure that I do it. I have to even write it down and journal it and make sure that I do it. I've already decided in my growth and development plan that it's important for me. It does not come natural. It is something I have to work on. I have massive issues sometimes with following through and I have to discipline myself And discipline sometimes does come easier for me, but it's because I have a dream and a vision of what I want to do and who I want to be and where I want to go. And it all works together. It all works together. And of course, believing that I'm on assignment from God, you know, my higher power, my creator whatever that is for you, that you're not just here by happenstance. God has you here for a reason. And so I wanna be a good steward of everything, including my body. So number one, here's the one thing. You gotta do these five things every day for you. Drink water. Okay, basic, right? But so many people don't do it. And if you're not intentional, I don't think you're going to automatically drink the amount of water that you need to. So the general rule is that you take whatever you weigh and you divide it in half and call that ounces. So for example, if you weigh 150 pounds, then you need to drink a minimum of 75 ounces of water a day. And that's on the low end. Maybe even 100 ounces is better. That's a good number. But again, you take your weight and then you divide it in half and that number in ounces is what you need to be drinking. So we know that Hydrating is critically important. It helps your brain. Your brain runs on fat and water, so water helps with depression. Keeping your body hydrated keeps down inflammation, keeps you moving, keeps mobility. You know, the other day I was just not feeling well and I was recovering from COVID actually, but it just felt like I was having a relapse. When all of a sudden I realized I did I have not been drinking water. Normally I get up and I fill my cup. I have bonded with my water bottle. And I was having stomach problems and headache problem and brain fog and concentration, and I began to hydrate, and those symptoms all went away. So drink water every day. I have an idea. I think if you take a dry erase marker and you put it on your glass bottle, every time you fill that up and drink it, erase the number, put another one on and say, I've got to have, you know, if this holds 10 ounces or 20 ounces of water, I have to have it. I have to drink at least six of them or 10 of them, whatever it takes to get to that 100 ounces a day. Number two, do this for your body every day. Eat real food, real food, healthy food, whole food. Stay clear of processed food, packaged food, stuff It's not really food. It's manufactured, sugary food, high gluten food. I am not uh, opposed to gluten. I'm not um, a food person, a nutritionalist is what I'm trying to say. But again, general rule for us midlife women, low carbs, high protein, but not just what you're eating, how often you're eating. So remember I said at the beginning, you have to figure out your body. This has taken me a few years, but I have figured out my body that my body likes the small meals Five small meals or snacks, even high protein snacks, every two hours with a concluding meal around seven o'clock at night. I can do this. And when I do this, I maintain or lose weight. And when I tried the intermittent fasting, I've tried fasting. I can fast for two days in a row with the lemon water, and I can have a pretty good discipline in my food, except for if I get into a, I wake my sugar addiction up. If I wake up that, that uh, monster, if you will, it'll take me a little bit and I'll have to do a spiritual fast just to cleanse it out of my body again. But mostly I live without the sugar addiction in my life. I don't eat sweets. I don't eat sugar. I don't eat desserts. And I don't eat a lot of breads. But my body loves the five high protein meals a day. So I'll have Eggs, tuna, pickles, olives, kind of the Mediterranean. I do, yes, chicken, broccoli. I do shakes, grapes, spinach. And I do like grapes for kind of that feel like you're getting a sweet snack. And that's really yummy. I do like that. But over the last few years, while being in menopause, I put on 20 pounds. And it happened quickly. It happened it felt like it overnight, but really it's just happiness, happy living, traveling a lot with my husband and my husband's a big man and I decided I can't I can't eat the way that he eats and I was doing that and it was a lot of fun. I gotta tell you, we had a good time until I began to look in the mirror. And then you know what? I'm like, I don't like this. I really don't. My confidence feels shaky. I don't like the way I look on camera and I'm preaching and I'm not liking this outfit. And after about throwing 10 outfits away that all made me look fat, I decided, yeah, no, it's my fat making me look fat. It's really not these outfits. So for me, that's where I am in my optimum space. I feel good, my confidence. I don't have to feel embarrassed stepping on the platform. I don't have to, just that self-condemnation that began to happen for me. But most important, I began to feel better. So I headaches went away arthritic joints went away, the inflammation in my body went away, the sleepiness went away, the sluggishness, I got this energy. And that for me was worth it. Yes, it's great to be in shape, but it was really more about, wow, I wake up on time, I go to bed, I sleep well when I eat this way, I sleep so good. When I don't, I'm up a couple of different times at night. And then the hot flashes started again, because guess what? there was something wrong in my my balance, my hormonal balance, my nutritional balance. And so then I start with the night sweats. So when I'm eating right, I find that I just feel better overall. So I do that for my body. I love my body and I give it what it needs. Number three, strengthen your body and your joints daily by moving, move your body. So I had a stretching instructor that we used to talk about every time we would move our joints. So she would have us in the morning. She would always tell us to do the alphabet with our feet. When we'd wake up, you would do an A, B, C. You get it, move your foot in that direction, like you're riding in the air with your feet. Or move our elbows, touch our shoulders, touch our knees, touch our shoulders, touch our knees. Because she said, you are oiling your joint. It's like the The Tin Man on Wizard of Oz, you're taking out that oil can and you're oiling up your joints. So be good to your body by stretching and moving every day. Now, I'm not a runner. I I don't really like running. I love walking. I do take a lot of walks. We have a glider here so I can get on the glider. I used to do my treadmill a lot and I loved that for a season, but it kind of messes with my knees a little bit. So for me, exercise every day means I do weightlifting, I do have a trainer, I do go out of the house, even though we do have a gym in our basement, uh, two to three times a week. I do resistance training, stretching, squats, abdominal work, lots of push-ups, and just a lot of activity, walking, skiing. Now I do also have uh, what they call a vibrating plate. Now, vibrating plate, I'll say it again, that they call it, you stand on this, And it vibrates, it's very good for your lymph system, it drains your lymphs, it's good for your twitch muscles, helps you with balance. You know, a lot of people as they age, because they aren't doing specific exercises, they start falling a lot, breaking ankles, twisting ankles, they're not landing on their feet, they're falling over. That's because the twitch muscles, the small little bitty muscles in your wrists and your ankles, of course, are those small muscles have lost their tonality and they're not holding you up anymore. And so this vibrating plate is also another thing that's really good. That is something that I do quite often. So, and in this, I include breath work. I don't do it every day, but I do do it a couple of times a week, just breathing, diaphragmic breathing, filling my lungs and making sure that I do certain things that get to that lower part of my lungs and empty them out and then taking in that good fresh breath. Number four, really want you to be thinking about something that you should be doing every day and that's your vitamins and supplements. And if you live in Michigan like we do, for sure you need your vitamin D3, vitamin C, perhaps even a vitamin B12. I had a doctor tell me that once. Many um, seasons ago, he said, if you live in Michigan, you better be taking vitamin D3, C, and B12 for immunity. And I do take an immunity boost. I take collagen. I take a host of other things. I take some things called Acuvite for my eyes. I take collagen, um, skin, nails, and hair for for that purpose. Things for brain focus, etc. You know, all that stuff. Hormonal balanced vitamins that I do take. If you don't have a recommendation I can give you one, but again, I'm not a nutritionist, so I'm not putting it out there, but I started with a baseline many years ago of my hormonal levels, which they're it's very hard to tell where your hormonal levels are, but I did start years ago with that. And so now I can kind of track it and trace it. It's not an easy process, but hormonal health balance is very important for you, especially as we get into mid-age. And then finally, mindset. Every day, set your mind. A merry heart does good like a medicine. Determine your outlook every day. This is how I'm going to feel today. This is what I choose to focus on. I choose to start my day with gratitude. I'm going to get give thanks for everything. And then I'm going to be determined. I'm going to overcome whatever comes my way. I've got to set my mindset. If I don't tell my mind where to go, it'll get drug off. And most always it gets drug off down a dark alley and beat up by a gang of facts and so just make sure that every day you're setting your mind I do a whole morning routine that I call my 606 rise six things I do every morning at 6 a.m that's one of them but there are five others that I do and it doesn't include all the things that I just shared with you now these are five things you need to do for your body but body soul and spirit we're a triune being and our body is Our soul, our mind, our spirit needs a daily regimen. And so if you're not doing that, I really encourage you to talk to me and I'll share with you what it is I'll do. I'll teach you. So Simon Sinek, he wrote the book, Start With Why, and it's actually one of the most famous TED Talks. It is one of the most highly viewed TED Talks to this day. And he says before you start something that we should define a compelling purpose, like our big why. So before you do something, you say, why do I want this? So if you include these five things in your daily routine, but also in your growth and development plan, make sure that you also determine a why. Why am I doing this? Why do I want this? Because why will take you so much further than just the whim. But you know what takes you even further than that? Discipline. We need a healthy dose of discipline. We have become soft and letting ourselves off the hook so often, that's for another podcast. In fact, I have a podcast on discipline. But I wanna ask a different question today, not just why, but I want you to also ask this, why not me? Why not me? Why not invest in myself? Why not? Why not make this the greatest year of my life? why not me to get in shape? Why not me to be beautiful? Why not me to be proud of who I am? Too many of us are waiting for someone else to have the dream, someone else to be the innovators or the million-dollar people. We wait for others to step up and volunteer or to start the business or to be generous or to initiate peace, love, or forgiveness. Why not you? Why not me? Why not you be the first one to make the change that you seek? Why not you be the first one to say, I'd like to pray for us? Or the first one to smile and say hello, the first one to make a friend? Why not you to take that leap of faith, write that book, invent that gadget. Why not? Instead of asking why me, ask why not me? Why not now? Why not? That's what I'm going to leave you with today. There is no reason for you not to be in shape, be strong, walk in wholeness and health. Why not? Why not you? And why not now? I'm hoping that you'll make this the very best year of your life. Don't forget that coaching course that I have. Can't wait to see you there in January. In the meantime, leave you like I always do. This is your moment, my sister. Find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.